Internet Brand Strategist, Sandra Beck, interviews top business coaches, speakers, authors, and thought leaders to bring you the best business tips, tricks, and techniques to give your idea the best possible chance for success. From writing your first novel, to telecommuting from home, to taking your small business to infinity and beyond. Now here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Denise Bose and she is not only one of my cherished friends, but somebody that I really admire and I've had front row seats to watching this woman transform herself and she still stayed the same giant sweetheart inside, but her physical body has changed and I'm excited to talk to her today about how her mental um you know, just how she's changed both inside and out because she's had this amazing journey that I've had a front row seat. Denise, welcome to the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your story? Okay. Um, my name is Denise Jose, as Sandra said. I am 55 years young. Um, I would say old, because I, but I certainly feel a lot younger now that I've transformed myself. Um, I was a diabetic with high blood pressure, um, just a couple of years ago and uh, was told basically that I was going to have to have um, dialysis at some point if I didn't get my diabetes under control. And despite trying to change my diet, that wasn't working. So the doctor recommended gastric bypass surgery to lose the weight faster than the complications could ca catch up with me. And um, at first I was a little hesitant, but I decided that it was time for me to take control of me and do something that was strictly for me, um, which was a very foreign concept to me because I'm used to, as a nurse, I'm used to putting other people before myself and, of course, as a mother, the same. Um, so uh, in March of 2018, I underwent gastric bypass surgery. Um, slowly but surely, I started losing the weight. Um, at the time I started, I was 258 pounds. And um, I, was, again, was diabetic and had high blood pressure. I was in a size 22 pants, and those were tight, and a size 3X top. And um, I couldn't get up a flight of stairs without getting short of breath. So I knew that if I wanted to be around for my family, I needed to take care of myself and um, put myself first for once. So after bypass, I am now 141 pounds and um, a size small in tops and a size four in pants. So, um, but probably more than that, I'm healthy. I no longer am diabetic. And I am no longer um, have high blood pressure, and I don't take any medications except vitamins. And um, I've got a renewed sense of energy. I probably have more energy now than I had in my 20s. Um, and I'm I'm hiking almost every weekend. I've done several 5Ks now, one 10K, and I'm doing a half marathon in November. That's so. phenomenal. I mean. It, it, you know, I, I used to hear these people talk on TV and the radio, and they would tell me these stories, you know, as part of the show, and I wouldn't believe them. But watching you transform over the last couple of years has been just remarkable. I mean, it's 
you don't realize it can happen and it's real until you see it. You know, you hear these things and they're, you know, they're inspirational and they're motivational to a point. It's another thing to have front row seats to your transformation. Right, right. No, and I, the fun part is running into people um, that I haven't seen in a while. And at first they don't even recognize me. And then when I tell them who I am, well, well you can't be her, you're half of you. And, um, and I can't believe how good you look. And sometimes, even though I shouldn't, I take it, well, did I look that bad before? And if I did, then why didn't anybody? <laughs> but, um, but I, you know, and, and sometimes too, it, you know, wrapping my head around it myself is a little bit difficult because I'll be, I'll look at myself in the mirror and sometimes I still see the old me, um, the old heavy set me that, you know, was tired all the time and didn't have a lot of energy. And, um, and then other times I look at myself in the mirror and go, wow, like, who are you? So it, it's, it's a mental battle, but from what I understand, it's very common with people who've had this surgery. So, um, it plays some mind games with you, but, um, it was definitely worth it. Um, if nothing else to be healthy, I can run up the stairs now, um, several times and not get short of breath. And, you know, just being able to do hike and, and swim and do, you know, exercise. And I've gotten to the point now where before, if you would have told me that I was going to enjoy going to Zumba class and like to go to the gym, I would have told you, you were crazy. Um, and now it's like a day, if I, if I go a day without some form of exercise, I don't feel good. And um, you know, put it trying to make sure that I get that exercise in is important. Thankfully, my job allows me to take breaks and, you know, head to the gym, do a Zumba class, lift some weights, um, and then go back to work because I'm able to do that as I'm salaried. So that works. And then, you know, I, I set my time for work. And then when the time is up, I go, okay, you know, I either meal prep for the next few days um, because that's key in trying to keep my diet on track. Um, and then I, you know, I will either go for a walk or a jog or ride a bike or um, go to the gym and, and work out on the machines or take a Zumba class. So I really, I, you know, it's, been a long time coming, but I'm glad I'm finally putting me before my work, before my, you know, I still, of course, take care of my family. Um, but, you know, I'm just blessed to have the health that I do and, and to be able to do some of the things that I've wanted to do for a long time and haven't been able to. So um, the half marathon being the, the big one and um, hopefully uh, the LA marathon, if not next year, the, the year after that. So Denise, I think it's a really good time right now to thank our sponsor. I'd like to thank our sponsor today, which is LinkedIn talent solutions. And you know, hiring isn't as simple as putting an ad in the paper or posting to a job board, because when you're juggling hiring with everything else that it takes to grow your business, it's important that you read the right candidates at the right time. And that's where LinkedIn comes in. And I love the LinkedIn job platform because it 
coordinates everything for me. It organizes everything for me and it makes it really valuable and easy and simple for me to hire. And with over 600 million members that visit LinkedIn to make connections, to learn and grow as professionals and discover new job opportunities, you are so fishing in the right pond. And LinkedIn makes sure that your job post gets in front of people with the right hard skills and soft skills that meet your role requirements. And those are things like, you know, they're like collaboration and work ethic, adaptability. LinkedIn does all that legwork to match you to the most qualified candidates. So you can focus on hiring the person who will transform your business today. And did you know that a hire is made every eight seconds on LinkedIn? So with LinkedIn jobs, you can pay what you want and the first $50 is on them. So just visit LinkedIn dot com slash coach talk radio again that's linkedin.com slash coach talk radio to get fifty dollars off your first job post now terms and conditions apply and for those of you that are on the go you can get this benefit at linkedin.com slash coach talk radio again that's linkedin.com slash coach talk radio to get fifty dollars off your first job post now denise one of the things i'm wondering about is what are some of the things that day-to-day that you notice? Like, I know when I started teaching spin class a year ago, um, and I've been teaching about a year now, I noticed that, like, I can go up and down the stairs with laundry really quick. I can, if there's something on the carpet, I don't have to stop, bend over, pick it up, and keep walking. Like, I can just kind of walk, pick it up, and go. Like, there were little things like that that showed Now, I didn't lose as much weight as you, but I did really kind of completely change my body from, you know, a very high fat count to a pretty high muscle count. And I look a little different, not, not, not as transformed as you, but I remember having all these aha moments along the way, like going like, Hey, I can pick the 50 pound bag of dog food out of my van trunk and put it in the you know, I can carry it into the garage. And I'm like, you know, I I had these little surprises popping up and down the stairs in my house. All of a sudden, instead of going like, oh, I gotta go upstairs and get my phone. I just jog upstairs and jog back down. Little things like that were, were kind of some real big ahas for me. Do you, did you have some of those ahas? Oh, I've had quite a few actually. Um, Probably one of the, the first that um, kind of floored me. I was at Disneyland with some friends and I was getting off at Small World and um, I was walking toward the um, turnstile and I was able to walk through the turnstile facing forward, not having to turn sideways and suck it in to go through. Okay. And I just stopped right after I walked through it and started to cry because it was such a huge thing for me. Like in my entire adult life, I had never walked through a turnstile straight forward. Wow. So that was a huge aha moment. Um, being able to cross my legs for the first time since I was probably 18, even though you really shouldn't do it because it's not good for your blood circulation. But being able to, I know this sounds stupid, bend over to tie my shoes without getting short of breath or, you know, <laughs> trimming my toenails without getting short of breath, little things like that. And, you know, walking into any store I want and being able to buy clothes and not have to shop. I mean, I went straight to the plus size section 
even though I already knew I was out of the plus size section and started picking out clothes. And I, I even tried some of them on and I'm like, wait a minute, I can't fit this. And I had to go in, you know, the juniors section and the, the petite section. And that was kind of a mind blowing experience. And, um, actually being able to fit, um, some of my mother's clothes. And as you know, Sandra, my mother weighs all of about 105 pounds and is five foot tall. So, and has always been thin, but she and I can actually wear the same size clothes. Well, it's funny so that you was your, your mom, because that was the thing that struck me the most is, is, you know, I had known about your weight loss and I knew what you were doing. So I wasn't surprised to see you but I was surprised to see how much your body resembled your mom's body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went from having a, you know, no offense to the Kardashians, but a Kardashian derriere to having one that has no padding. So, you know, my husband and my mom joked that I welcome to their world because I can only sit for so long without a pad underneath my rear end. But oh. Um, and that was kind of an aha moment too. It's like, whoa, man, I, I have bones back there and feeling my collarbones for the first time in probably 30 years. Um, and, uh, I had one point in time when I was, I was laying down and I put my hand on my lower stomach and I said, oh my God, I have a hard mass on the side of my stomach. And then I realized it was my hip bone. So. Oh, no. And I, because I hadn't felt my hip bones in probably forty years. Sure. So, so I was like, "Oh my God, it's a hip bone, and I can actually feel my hip bone." I mean, I still have some loose skin, and I'm working on tightening that up. But at my age, unfortunately, it's not going to completely transform. But um, you know, there's ways of getting that taken care of. Although I'm not sure if I will go through with any surgeries or not. But um, but I've had, you know, some 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 moments where I've actually like walked past people I know and they didn't even recognize me and I was talking to them and they're like, well, how do you know me? I'm like, I worked with you for like five years. No, you didn't. And I'm like, yes, I did. And then when I told them who I am, they were like, oh my God, I didn't even recognize you. Um, and that was particularly poignant when um, my husband was in the hospital earlier this year. And um, some of the nurses were like, you look really familiar. And I said, well, I should. I've been here for 20 years. <laughs> and um, and they're like, you have? Well, where'd you work? And I told them, like, well, that's funny. You kind of look like Denise. I'm like, well, I am Denise. <laughs> <laughs> look at the last name on my husband's chart. <laughs> so... I mean, just little things like that. And I'm looking forward to eventually going to a high school class reunion in a few years and um, blowing everybody away there because n they have never seen me probably below 180. Wow. So um, they, they, you know, they should all be doing a double take except for those that have seen my pictures on Facebook or Instagram, but the, the rest of them should be blown away. Um, See, there's, it's like a double-edged sword um, in that, that I'm hearing in your voice, you know, it's like, it's, it's fun and you know, you're proud of the way you look, but isn't it amazing how our looks are such a, you know, like such a, um, a big part of, you know, like the, that 
I look at you and I think of all the good you've done at a nurse, all the awards you've won, all the wonderful things you've done for me and my family and for everybody who knows you. And for somebody to not recognize you because you lost a lot of weight to me is phenomenal. I mean, I, it's, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to re- to reconcile those two things. Yeah, no, I mean, and it's funny because somebody made the comment, um, to one of my friends who had surgery the same day that she said, you've changed. And she goes, no, I haven't. I'm the same person I w- I've always been. And, you know, I, I knew her briefly before surgery, but she hasn't changed except for her body type. But what changed and it's the same for me is that she's more confident and she's more, you know, um, She's, she has more confidence in herself and she can projects that. And, you know, they were used to her being the person who held back from saying certain things or held back from wanting to be the center of attention because of her weight. And I would, you know, like in pictures, I would always be the one that wanted to stand in the back with only my face showing. And I mean, one of our pictures from work that we took a long time ago, you can see my face and only my face in that picture. And then we retook another one not too long ago. I'm like, I'll stand in front and I posed for it. <laughs> like I'm, I feel that much more confident that I'd like, go ahead and take a full body picture. I'm good with that. And, you know, if you'd asked me to do that, I mean, I have very few pictures of my whole body at my highest weight. So, you know, it's rare to see a picture of me, um, a picture of all of me prior to it, with the exception of the ones I took the day before surgery. And those were mainly to remind me, but you know, my one pair of pants that were tied on me, I take them when I speak to support groups for bariatric patients. And I, I can literally fit my body in half those pants. So, you know, um, and it, it's a nice visual for them to see, to help them, be encouraged by my success. And, you know, you get the naysayers who tell you, oh, well, I knew somebody who had it and they gained all their weight back. And I said, it's all a matter of putting yourself first. And, you know, I'm not going to go back. I don't want to go back to being the diabetic with high blood pressure who can't get up the stairs. You know, I I like the new me and I want to keep the new me. So, you know, if I do gain a pound or two, I'm right back at it and pushing myself harder to get that weight back off. And it, it always comes back off. You know, I kind of range in, I'm in about a five pound range right now that I'm staying to because apparently my body has decided it's done losing weight, even though I would like to lose about eight more pounds just to be in a normal body mass index. So it can say that I'm normal and not overweight. Even though if you look at me, I don't look overweight, um, according to the the body mass index charts, I'm technically overweight, but I, I'm only eight pounds away from it. So I figure if I do get skin removal, that'll be, I'll be down to size. So, yeah, I would say like being your friend, the only difference that I see in you is you, your smile has a different light to it. Like, you know, you were always, you know, 
I, I didn't see any confidence issues that I could tell because, you know, you were the mom that I went to. I always asked questions because you did such a good job with Kaylee. And, you know, when my mom was dying, you were so great. You know, you helped me through so much of that. I'll never forget you, you know, sitting on the foot of my bed when I just, you know, I was just heartbroken. And, you know, I look at those days and I, I didn't see, I don't think I saw the weight until you lost the weight and you put the picture side by side on your Facebook page. Like you have the picture actually I took of you, you know, one of the photographs I took. Yeah, of you. it was, it was the one you took of me out, out, uh, in the, like a field somewhere. Yeah. Was, I had that for my profile picture for years and well, I finally decided to split one. So people could right, see the difference. You know, you, you were so beautiful. And that was one of my favorite, you know, days that we went and shot photographs and, you know, you look so beautiful and you look so peaceful and so happy. And then, you know, I look at your new pictures now and, you know, you obviously dress different, you have a different hairstyle, but there's a spark to you now. There's like a sassiness. There's like a whimsy to you. Um, and I see it in your clothing. I see it in your posts. I see it in your, you know, and I hear it in your voice. There's a, it's funny. There's a lightness to you that's there now that wasn't there before. Right. No, no there definitely is. And, um, going back to when you were talking about lifting the 50 pound bag of dog food, um, before I was finished losing weight, I'd probably lost about 75 pounds at that point. Um, of the 117 total that I've lost. And I was at Winco picking up a 50-pound bag of dog food with some assistance from, you know, my younger daughter, Emily, um, because my back can't tolerate it, even though um, I'm a lot lighter. I still have, you know, some back issues, but I don't have pain from them anymore, which was good. But I lifted that pound, that 50-pound bag of dog food, and I thought, my God, this is so heavy. And then it hit me I was carrying around this and then some on my body and now it would be like I would be carrying two 50 pound bags plus a 17 pound bag of rice or whatever on my body before no wonder I couldn't get up those stairs without being short of breath it that was a big aha moment too when I realized my god I've lost this much right and you know you don't you don't think about it it's like there there's there's this one thing it's like if you lose a certain amount you know it's as much as losing a small horse and I'm like good lord a small horse I mean right. it's not, I'm not quite there but I've basically lost as much weight as my mom weighs well so. right, Zachy, that's what I think like you know when you were talking about you know Zachy's 78 pounds and I'm like you know you're 75 pounds you know gone and I'm like that's like cutting my son off you right right is there anything you miss about um, your old lifestyle? Like, you know, it's all well and good that, you know, you're thin and you're trim and you're gorgeous and you're, you know, happy and successful. But is there anything you miss, you know, from your old days? Um, there, there are some days where I, I miss carbs. Um, I miss being able to have a plate of pasta. I mean, I can still have a little bit, but it sits really heavy in my stomach, so it's uncomfortable. So I just try to avoid it. You know, I miss being, I mean, I know this sounds terrible, but I miss being able to eat like a Big Mac and some fries. <laughs> I can still eat the meat from it, but it's like the bread is just, sits like a rock, so I don't eat it. And I don't need the fries. The 
fat in the fries kind of makes me nauseous. So I just don't eat that stuff anymore. But sometimes when the family is eating a bunch of, you know, junk food um, or fast food or, you know, having some ice cream or something, and I can have a little bit, I usually get the halo top because it's a little bit fewer calories and less fat. So it doesn't cause my stomach any problems. But, um, you know, I miss being able to eat some things that I can't eat now because of the surgery. And every now and again, I miss having a Diet Coke or a Diet Pepsi because I can't have carbonation. But I don't miss it enough to make it, you know, to want to suffer from drinking it because it. I tried once and it was extremely uncomfortable. But, um, but I would say that's the only thing. I mean... But I mean, it, everything in moderation. So I don't really miss it that much because I can still, now that I'm over a year out, I can have some of those things again. I just have to have them in smaller portions. And I just need to make sure I eat protein before I eat anything else. Because, you know, my body needs protein more than it needs the carbs and it needs the fat. Um, so, I mean, I, I I miss it, but I don't. Because, you know, that's what got me in this, got me in that situation in the first place. So going back to bad habits isn't going to do me any good at all. So, no, no. but I mean, I wouldn't say I miss, I wouldn't say I miss, you know, that much about it. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, now I can go horseback riding. I can do a lot of things that I couldn't do before because I was afraid, you know, I, I actually want to go zip lining. And my husband's like, you don't even like heights. I said, I know, but I can do it now and not think that the harness is going to break. Right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> I do know you... it sounds stupid, but it's like, oh. you know, it's little things like that. The nurse in me thinks, oh, my God, no, at 258 pounds, that's not going to hold me, even though it says it can hold up to 300 pounds. I don't trust it. Right. So at least now right. I can say, okay, well. I, I weigh less than half of that, so I'm good. Like, it's not going to break on me. I mean, granted, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. <laughs> it breaks, it breaks. But, you know, I, I actually, you know, was telling my husband, we should go to Catalina Island and go ziplining. And he's like, you really want to do that? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, I'd have to check and see if I can go on it because I'm not sure if I don't weigh too much. But um, I think he'd be all right. But, um, you know, just little things like that. I mean, it's kind of exciting to think, you know, I mean, there's things I wanted to do in my 20s and 30s that I couldn't do because of my weight. And now I can do them. And, and age is just a number. It's like, yeah, I'm 55 years old. And the bonus is I get senior discounts at places. And I can order off the senior menu, which is smaller meals, which is perfect for me. But um, but I don't feel 55. I, I feel you know, 25. I mean, there are some days where I feel 85 too, because my bones ache, but because I've overdone it or something. But, you know, for the most part, I feel younger and healthier and stronger than I ever was. And um, it's just, you know, every time, every small victory I have is, you know, makes me realize like, my only regret in all of this is that I didn't do it sooner, like maybe when my kids were younger. But, you know, a very wise friend told me, you know, your body wasn't ready for it. You weren't ready for it. Mentally, you weren't ready for it. You did it when you did it because you needed to be mentally ready for it because you wouldn't have succeeded. And I think they're right. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. you know, I think that 
you know, because I see people all the time in, in these support groups who are like, you know, I don't know if I can give up, you know, my, my Starbucks Frappuccino. I don't know if I can give up my, you know, my cookies and my cupcakes. And I said, you know, you have to want it. You have to want it. And it's not to say you can never have them again. It's just to say that you have to do it in a, in a smaller amount. And, you know, you have to decide, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it to put those calories in there? You know, I mean, it's a daily struggle to make sure that I'm eating the way I should be eating. It's, a, you know, and exercising the way I should be exercising. And there are days where I have to go back to basics and say, okay, I got to track my food better. I've got to, you know, do this or that just because I don't, you know, I don't want to gain the weight back. But, you know, it's it's worth it. It's beyond worth it. I mean, I, like I said, I think, you know, I, I say that I wanted to have done it earlier, but I think now that I wasn't ready and I, I was ready. I had to do two weeks of a liquid diet prior to surgery and probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And one of the days was my daughter Emily's birthday and everybody was eating cake and I got some frosting on my finger and the old me would have licked it off without thinking twice, but I washed my hand and got the, the, the frosting off my finger and said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to break this liquid diet. And I didn't. And I lost almost 20 pounds just on the liquid diet. <laughs> Walk me through what you eat during a day. You know, what is, what is a typical, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or do you do breakfast, lunch, and dinner? You know, what does a typical day look like for you? Okay. Well, I do do breakfast, lunch, and dinner and very little to no snacking um, per my doctor's orders. But um, I usually start my day off with a protein shake within an hour of getting up um, because the key is to get protein in before everything um, I try to get in at least seven, you know, between 50 and 70 grams of protein in a day, most of it from food. Technically, um, at this far out, I should, shouldn't have to get extra protein from the shakes, but I like the shakes. Uh -huh. So I drink a protein shake early in the morning on my way to work, um, or before I start working. And then, um, I'll usually have eggs, an egg or egg whites. Uh, with some chopped up vegetables made with either avocado oil or olive oil or just a very small amount of margarine. Um, sometimes I'll have oatmeal if I know I'm going to be exercising a lot, but um, but uh, with just a, a little bit of um, a little bit of honey to sweeten it, um, but not a lot of. I mean, I used to love to throw in you know, scoops upon scoops of brown sugar, but I don't do that anymore. Or I'll cut up some fruit and put it in there. Um, lunchtime is usually um, either some grilled chicken, either a salad with grilled chicken or um, just the grilled chicken itself or a seafood salad made with low-fat mayonnaise um, and some veggies on the side, um, maybe some broccoli uh, for the most part. And then Dinner, I might make uh, like ricotta, break, ricotta bake, which is basically lasagna without the noodles. Um, it has ricotta cheese, which is high in protein, um, some low-fat marinara or low-sugar marinara sauce, um, or I just make it myself. Um, I usually add in some mushrooms, um, 
some peppers, that type of stuff in there. And I, I can make the ricotta bacon, whatever's left over. I, I put that aside and I use that for more meals. Um, I, I try to limit the bread, but occasionally I'll have like a half sandwich for dinner or, um, you know, if everybody's having burgers or steak or something, I'll take a chunk of steak. I'll have some veggies and I'll have about two, two uh, teaspoons of like, or tablespoons, excuse me, of um, whatever carb we're having, be it um, mac and cheese or um, mashed potatoes so I can have a little bit of it. But um, even at Thanksgiving, like I had a little bit of turkey, like a tablespoon of mashed potatoes, a tablespoon of yams, and I was full. And um, my daughter's boyfriend's mom had the same surgery. So the two of us had our small little plates. Everybody else had the big platters. And our small little plates were full, and neither one of us finished them. So... (laughs) And do you um, find like we, you know, because of you know your your surgery, but do you think it's also because you're constantly like when I changed my nutrition and I stopped eating a lot of the things that I normally used to love, and now they make me like a little sick to my stomach. I can't eat as much, you know. Do you think it's a, a function of both? Like your body is getting more tuned to health, or do yeah, you- I, I think no, I think it is. Um, one of the things about gastric bypass is because they do um, alter your intestines some, you can get what they call dumping syndrome. If you have too, foods too high in fat um, or too high in sugar and um, it, it involves abdominal pain, nausea, sometimes vomiting, uh, diarrhea, the whole nine yards. It's, it's not fun like and a high heart rate right? What's that? Your body just dumps out the food. Yeah, pretty much in some way, shape or form. And it's not fun. It only lasts about a half an hour, 45 minutes, but it is not fun a half hour, 45 minutes. So I, but I think my body's gotten used to certain things because I know people uh, who eat bread almost every day, who eat pasta regularly, who eat um, rice and don't have a problem with it, but I like I can eat about a fork full of rice, swells up in my stomach and makes me very uncomfortable. Um, bread sits like a rock in my stomach. Pasta usually does too. So, you know, I think my body has just gotten used to eating a certain way and avoiding those foods. So it just tells me like you shouldn't be doing that, you know. And it's it's a good thing because it's keeping me from going back to bad habits. And, you know, it's hard not to want pasta when your husband works for an Italian restaurant. (laughs) But I usually just order the grilled chicken. They have grilled chicken. They have, they have salads. So I, you know, if he's bringing home food, I'll just have him bring stuff home I can eat. So, um, but, you know, I never realized how good actual food that's good for you tastes until I had the surgery and you don't, you go two weeks beforehand and two weeks after on basically full liquid diet. So, you know, just to be able to eat a little bit of cottage cheese or some eggs was like a wonderful thing. But, you know, I've gotten so used to eating the way I do that I can't, there's, you know, there's certain foods that just don't sit well with me. And thank God they're usually the carbs. So, 
you know, it helps me keep my carb, you know, my carbon taken down quite a bit, um, which is helpful. Well, I think it's change. You know, I know when I started, you know, eating differently um, and I I did like I I haven't had I can't remember the last time I had pasta, you know, and Zachary and I will go to Olive Garden for his birthday and he ordered ravioli. Now, normally I would eat the whole plate, but, you know, I took a couple bites and that was enough for me. And it it doesn't really sit well with me. And I I, sometimes I'll make the zoodles, you know, the zucchini noodles. And I love those. I I make those for me. I make regular pasta for everybody else and I make zoodles for me yeah me too and uh, well actually Max doesn't eat Max has lost 40 pounds and he has stopped eating bread and um, I'll buy some specialty grain breads for him every once in a while but he stopped eating bread rice potatoes pasta all those things and you know the weight has just melted off and we do we do a lot of chicken like I make a flat of chicken breast each week and he eats a lot of spinach you know, regular green spinach, you know, like the leaves, not the cooked spinach. Um, right. You know, and I've watched him, you know, his weight come way down and the puff off of him come down. Um, you know, so I look at these things going, when we made these changes, what started to happen over time was like, wow, you know, sweet peppers are really good. Hey, celery tastes pretty good. Like I started tasting things that I never even tasted before. They, they, before they were tasteless. Right. I think because I was so used to eating either processed food or drinking sugar drinks or eating food with sugar additives, you know, things like that. I didn't realize how good natural foods taste. Now when I cut up an apple, I really enjoy the apple. And that, that was a surprise to me that, you know, after about 30 days of what we call in our house, clean eating, how different right. started to taste. Oh no, it's true. It's true. It it definitely, you know, opens your mind to new things. I mean, when when my husband stopped smoking, he started being able to taste stuff and he was one who always put jalapenos and hot sauce on everything. And now he's like, Ooh, jalapenos are really hot and I'm like, Uh huh, because you've got your taste buds back. Yeah, so for him, it's like for for him to like you know he's like wow this tastes really good like without any anything added and I'm like uh huh and it tasted good before without anything added but you had to add it because you couldn't taste it so you know it's been a whole new world for him too because he's like oh I, I like I can taste stuff again and you know I mean it's it's a blessing you know that he quit smoking but you know I mean it's like you know it it has opened up a whole new world. I mean, vegetables are, you know, a key part of the diet now for everybody in the household. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, like you said, the clean eating is, is helping. I mean, unfortunately my, my husband still likes his carbs and, but you know, he likes them in the form of pop tarts and I've never liked pop tarts. So it's all good. He can have all the pop tarts he wants because I don't eat them. But uh, you know, I don't, you know, we do have chips occasionally in the house, but they're baked. They're not the fried ones. Um, and that, but that's rare, you know. Um, so I've stopped buying a lot of the junk food because I don't feel like it. Um, well, that's it, you know, in the volume, like has your grocery bill changed or your food bill changed? Oh, yeah, because I'm not buying as, you know, uh, it, it has, and then I'm buying more fresh vegetables instead of canned because I really don't 
care for the taste of the canned vegetables. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm able, I mean, I actually think it's gone down because I wasn't buying as many groceries and we were buying a lot of food out yes. and a lot of processed food and all that stuff costs a lot more than preparing meals at home. Um, you know, I, like you said, buy a, a bunch of chicken breasts or, you know, and marinate them, you know, for a little bit, put them on the grill, cook them. They're nice and moist. You can cut them up and put them in a salad. You can just eat them by themselves. You know, they're there for a snack if Emily wants a snack. Um, you know, and she loves grilled chicken. Like, she's never been one that liked breading on her chicken anyway. So I make a lot of grilled chicken. I might, you know, make an occasional steak or some carne asada. But I try to pick, um, I you know, I try to limit the red meat. But I... I try to pick meats that are that are lean and healthy and pork is one of them. But for whatever reason, my stomach does not tolerate pork for whatever reason. And I've tried it multiple times and it just doesn't work. But um, but I still make pork for my husband and and Emily. But um, I, you know, I wish I could because it's really a good lean white meat. Yeah. But I just can't do it, can't do it. But um, but I like my seafood, and seafood's very high in protein. So, you know, I'll I'll cook up some seafood for myself or I'll, like I said, make a seafood salad with a little bit of may- low-fat mayo and um, some seasonings. And, you know, I'll eat about six ounces of that, four to six ounces of that, and some veggies. And, you know, I'm... I'm good. It's like I'm good for the rest of the night. I think so. the food prep is essential. You know, I think of my, you know, like every Sunday I cook for three hours for the whole week. Cause I know myself, I'm not going to cook during the week. And I'm, you know, I run in and out between teaching at the gym and then running my company and taking care of the kids. Wouldn't you say like, how far in ahead do you prep your food? Usually about a week. Like you, it's either Saturday or Sunday. I meal prep for the week. Um, I may or may not, I'm a lot, there are times when I'll meal prep for myself, um, because there's certain foods that I make or certain recipes that I make that the other two don't really care for. There's some like little wonton pizza things that I make that are really, really good, but the others don't care for them. So if I make those, then I make other foods for them. And, but I, I try to do at least a week. Um, some of the foods that I make, you know, the breakfast stuff, I really can't meal prep because it doesn't taste real good when it's, uh, reheated. So, um, breakfast I'll usually make, um, at that time, or I'll just have a yogurt. If I'm working, if I'm going into the office, I, I just get a, um, like an Oikos, uh, Greek yogurt, the, the light one or the, um, Dan and the Dan and Light and Fit uh, Greek yogurts, and those have a lot of uh, protein and they're tasty. So, you know, I'll just eat one of those for breakfast. So, I don't really meal prep breakfast, but lunch and dinner I usually do at least a week ahead, because, like you said, with, with between you know my job and taking care of you know Emily and my husband and the house and work and you know, 
trying to take care of other things outside. It's like, and getting a workout in, you know, um, I actually met some neighbors uh, yesterday at a, at a neighborhood get together and uh, two of the ladies go walking every Monday, Monday through Friday, every morning and every night. So I said, well, let me know because I'll go walking with you. So we're going to walk as a group and, you know, that'll just give me a little bit extra exercise on top of, you know, Zumba class or whatever else I decide to do that day. But, um, you know, it's just, you know, it's all, it's much more fun in pairs. It's more, more in a group than it is by yourself, you know? Um, so, I mean, I just, it's, I was never one that ever liked to exercise. And now it's like, I do whatever I can to get that exercise in. Like, you know, somebody I know set their Fitbit for 3,000 steps a day. And I said, I do 3,000 steps before 9 a.m. sometimes. Right. You know, I set mine for 10,000 and I usually hit it. So, um, because the American Heart Association actually says 10,000 steps a day for good heart health. So, I set mine for 10,000 and I, I, I meet it just about every day. Sometimes on Sundays I won't meet it because I just use that for my day of rest. But uh, that wasn't the case today. I think I'm at like 13,000 steps today. So. Yeah, no, I, I, I find that um, when I follow my steps on my Fitbit, I have mine set at 12 now every day. And I don't hit it all the time. Most of the time I hit 10, but if I try to hit 12, you know, it gives me, but when I'm looking for things to do, I find myself cleaning up the house, cleaning up the kitchen, cleaning up the garage. Like it's amazing how, you know, when you look at your steps versus the old sand would have just sat on the couch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, the old Denise would have sat on the couch watching TV, eating some ice cream or, you know, a bag of chips or, you know, and, you know, I, I, I used to, you know, and in it, your relationship with food changes when I was overweight, I ate when I was bored. I ate when I was sad. I ate when I was, you know, happy. I, you know, any excuse to eat. And I used to live to eat, and now I eat to live. I eat because I have to, not necessarily because I'm hungry. And I don't let, you know, if I'm having a bad day, I don't, you know, think, oh, well, you know, I need to drown my sorrows in a hot butt Sunday. Instead, I go for a walk, get some fresh air, go to the gym and work out, run on the treadmill. And nine times out of 10, get those endorphins going, and I'm not sad or unhappy anymore I'm you know I'm feeling good well and so you also create different relationships like you know I felt really bad when I when I went through this latest change that some of the friends that I hung around with before the mom friends I really like them and they're wonderful ladies but they're relaxation was to eat and drink, you know, let's go out and eat, let's go out and have a few drinks, let's go out and eat, let's go out and have a few drinks. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to be the one sitting there. Like, you know, I was always the one sitting there with my diet Coke and not no alcohol, but now (laughs) that I don't eat a lot of these things, I really, I don't find that same enjoyment. And so some of those friendships have had to fall away a little bit in order for me to maintain my health. Right. 
Right. No, and, and it's true. I mean, I've had, I've had to, you know, put aside a few people whose, you know, sole goal is to, like you said, eat and drink. And I've never been a big drinker anyway. So the drinking part didn't bother me because I've, I've never really been one that's like to drink alcohol anyway. But, but definitely, you know, the food, you know, let's go out for, you know, Mexican food. Let's go out for pasta. It's like, oh, you know. Wings, chicken wings. And after a while, it's like, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't need to, one, spend the money. Two, don't need to eat all those calories. And three, I know what it's going to make me feel like. So, right. you know, I'd rather, I'd rather not, you know. And I'd rather, like in your case, if I, you know, if I were at your house, I'd rather go for a swim. Right. Or a hike up the hill or whatever, instead of going out and eating a, you know, a calorie laden, you know, probably carb heavy meal. And, you know, I mean, you have to do what's good for you, not, you know, and if they're true friends, they'll understand that, you know, um, they'll understand that you're, you're trying to make this change for you. Um, you know, I mean, I, I wanted to make sure before I had this surgery that, you know, that my husband was okay with it because, you know, he has had relationships in the past where the person lost a lot of weight and then walked away. So, you know, that was a a consideration too in this whole transformation. But, you know, I explained that I wasn't doing it because I wanted to be a size four. I was an added bonus, but I was doing it for my health. And, you know, he's thrilled with my transformation, believe me. So, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's happy with how I look, you know, he's happy to introduce me. I mean, he has had friends of his who asked if I had cancer because I'd lost so much weight, Wow. you know, and she thinks she's getting a little thin, you know, does she, you know, she's looking kind of like sickly and my husband goes, she doesn't look sickly. She looks healthy. Right. He's, She's lost weight, yes, but she's not sickly in the least. She's probably more healthy than she's ever been. Isn't that wonderful? You know? But it's like, it's funny when you hear people say that, and it's like, you know, um, I had somebody call me skinny the other day, and I just looked at him like, if you only knew. And it wasn't someone who knew me. So, right. you know, I said, well, you've probably been thin all your life. Um, no, no, I haven't. <laughs> no, I've only been thin for about a you know, 16 months. Yeah. <laughs> so, don't know. I don't know what it's like to be thin. I haven't ever been thin prior to this. You know, I was last in at 10 years old. I mean, you know, so. Well, I'm so but, proud of you. You know, I love sharing your story with everybody. You know, you give me hope. You give all of us hope. And, you know, it starts with putting an end time to your day and putting yourself first. And, you know, you've really shown me that you can put yourself first and still be a wonderful mother, still be a great employee, still be a terrific nurse. Like, you know, I think sometimes we get this brain baggage in our head that says if we don't be like all giving to all people and put ourselves last, that we're somehow not going to be happy, content, successful, and loved. And I can tell you, you are all of those things. Well, thank you. All right. We'll be back again next week with another uplifting story. On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, 
tricks, and techniques on Coach.